Welcome, Rebecca. Hello. It's How's it going? I know, right? It's all the links and the uh, places on the web. I, I think this is the first time uh, Eventbrite, uh, someone is joining from, from uh, Eventbrite. Oh, wow. Okay. Maybe that's why it's difficult. The yeah. me was just um, the link to the Eventbrite page, and it kept sending me back there. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'll it double check on that. Zoom. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder if they are. I, I need to message support and ask because uh, I remember putting a link to Zoom there. I wonder if they have a policy to not have external links, but they do ask if I have an external link and the answer was yes. So, well, yeah. I'm glad you glad you're here. Glad you made it. Yeah. Awesome. So from time to time, the classes are either 101 or 1 to 15. So the biggest I've had is 15 so far. So it looks like today it will be 101, which is great. Okay. And um, if you can tell me a little like a little bit about yourself and I'll tell you a little bit about myself. My name is Fernando. I am in San Diego, California now. And the reason I'm doing these classes, it's a couple of reasons. One of them is that I get to practice as I continue my practice, my own practice of, say, releasing emotions that I are not aligned with my highest good. Um, another is because it's so fun. It's really fun to lead people through the practice, what my teacher, my teachers taught me and have yeah. them get the same results. Oh, How yeah. about you? Name where you're from really and why you're here. So I'm Rebecca, <laughs> obviously, and I am from London. So I'm joining you from the UK today, um, from London, England. And I heard about the course through one of my colleagues and I thought she was supposed to be joining. She told me all about it um, and suggested it to us in one of our meetings. So we, well, I decided to join. Um, and I thought it'd just be really useful because we work for a charity that's running um, interventions for people who experience uh, multiple disadvantage. It's people who maybe have drug and alcohol problems, mental health problems, um, and sort of social issues as well, issues around kind of poverty, um, uh, kind of poor health outcomes, um, and quite a lot of uh, kind of traumatic life experiences. So I thought not only could it be useful for me to uh, develop my skills for my own self, <laughs> but also mm -hmm. sharing with um, some of the people that we we support at the moment and we work with. Wow, so, yeah. it's wonderful. <laughs> That's what and you and you do this full time. Yes, so we are full time. We're a uh, a charity organization that's being funded by our lottery um, here. And we've received funding for eight years to run our program. We're now sort of coming to the end of our program, mm. but um, it's our kind of final year where we're using it to share our learning and um, the work that we've been doing with other organizations and also encourage other people to kind of work in a similar way to us. Um, so we're doing lots of evaluation, um, publishing quite a lot of uh, papers, um, 
and sharing a lot online, really. Okay, that's wonderful. And are you looking to say, if possible, renew, you know, for the next eight years, if you were given the chance? Um, I think if there was more funding available, that certainly um, lots of people would be interested in in kind of staying on with the organization and doing a bit more. But at present, we're sort of working out what's next. So we have a few events coming up um, and some in-person uh, conferences planned kind of over the next uh, six months um, where hopefully <laughs> there'll be sort of new opportunities and things kind of arising from from the events yeah okay that's pretty cool wow that's I, it's, it's wonderful what you've done for then eight years for the community yeah so it's been really great i personally haven't been here for eight years but i have a few colleagues that have been around for sort of i think a few that have been here since the beginning and then others who have been here for kind of several years um i'm actually a lot newer i've only uh come along in this last year um sort of over the pandemic so yeah but it's been a really great thing to be involved with so far awesome wonderful so here's what we're going to do we're going uh -huh. to continue so we did introductions we're gonna we're gonna get into meditation okay we're gonna get into meditation because have you ever uh, have you had a chance to watch any of the replays yet no, no, I haven't. I've kind of just come from other meetings and then bounced into here. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Uh, what I found is that the sooner we get to meditation and then we continue the class after that, the better or the sooner we get uh, even more connected to our either intuition or higher self or the parasympathetic nervous system, mm -hmm. which is the system that preserves the body, keeps the body alive and we have then the counter counterpart, which is the conscious mind. So the parasympathetic nervous system can be also called the unconscious mind. Mm -hmm. um, so the sooner we get more our conscious mind more connected to the unconscious mind, the unconscious mind is running the body, is yeah. running the your lungs, your heart, mm -hmm. uh, your hair is growing, your nails are growing. You don't have to tell it what to do. It's doing the digestion. And here we have the mini computer. I call it the mini computer, the conscious mind, which is uh -huh. it's trying to name things, label things, make sense of things. Mm -hmm. Yet it can only process 100 bits of information per second. Mm -hmm. Can you guess how many bits of information per second? In contrast, the unconscious mind can process. <laughs> no but i'm sure a lot more <laughs> yeah it's a lot more it's about 11 million bits of information per yeah. second compared yeah. to 100 so the sooner we get to be more connected with that mind mm -hmm. the sooner we get to do work which mm -hmm. is change work mm -hmm. at that level where at least for me i'm sure for you as well the heart, my heart beats seems seamlessly. I'm yeah. not having to concentrate to make sure it beats at the right speed, at the right rhythm. So yeah. the sooner we get to that, and meditation is one of the tools that many have found to be a really useful tool to get us 
more connected to that. So that's why we get into meditation and then we'll get into the release work. That's a lot of fun as well. Okay, great. Sounds good? Yeah. Have you ever meditated before? Um, a little bit in things like yoga um, and uh, at the start of some Pilates sessions. Um, yes, but that, that's all really. What kind of sessions? Um, at the start of yoga uh -huh. and uh, Pilates. Pilates, yes, there you go, got it. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, awesome, wonderful. So just like that, we're going to meditate today. And um, so uh, if you need to get yourself comfy, whether you're sitting on the floor or sitting on a chair, wherever you're sitting, um, we're going to do four breathe, uh, deep breaths together. And after that, we're going to breathe normally. So we're okay. going to start with the first deep breath. And welcome to close your eyes. Mm -hmm. Let's inhale. One more. Excellent. Continue breathing normally. And if you need to adjust your shoulders, your neck, your head, your fingers, your toe, toes, go ahead and do so, allowing your body to relax. If you have a mantra or a prayer, you may start now. We'll be here for about three to five minutes. And if you really want to speed up the process of connecting your conscious mind to your unconscious mind, I invite you to locate your heartbeat using your right hand. And allow your, the tips of your fingers to feel your heart beating. Any sounds besides my voice will help you concentrate in this meditation. Notice how your heart beating is aligning with your breathing. Remember your intention for this class and 
get even more connected to it. What will you see, hear and feel after having gone through a successful class? We're now going to take four deep breaths to come out of meditation. And when we exhale, we're going to exhale ha. Let's take the first deep breath together. Inhale.
Excellent. Continue breathing normally. Start moving your fingers, your toes, your shoulders, your head from side to side. And start coming back to the room and open your eyes, your eyes slowly when you're ready. How was that? That was actually quite good. <laughs> yeah. I find sometimes in other sessions, the meditation uh, section can be a bit too long for me, but actually uh, sort of shorter and a bit more guided session is much better. So, yes, it worked well. Okay, yeah, shorter and more guided, yeah. That makes sense for me as well. If if it's just silence, I I come up with uh, excuses to make it guided. So either I'll write a question mm -hmm. before the meditation, and then if I get ideas during the the meditation, I'll actually open my eyes in the middle of the meditation, look at the question, and write out the answer that I just got, and oh. then go back to meditation. Yeah. Um, so, so it's really cool what you said. Uh, something about it being guided mm -hmm. that allows the focus to go somewhere. Yes, rather than into thinking of a million things that you could be doing or you want to do at some point or work. It just otherwise my brain kind of goes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So very cool. Uh question for you have you ever done a forgiveness exercise no no okay um before we go any further on the forgiveness exercise let's chat a little bit about the unconscious mind and asking questions of the unconscious mind or the intuition or your higher self okay What's um, so one of the, the things we're going to do today is we're going to release some uh, negative emotions uh, and it's going to be quite easy. And mm -hmm. um, what we're going to what we found is that forgiveness is one of those tools that when used, utilized, can help the process go a lot faster. OK, would you like to give that a try? It, yeah, sure. <laughs> OK. Cool. So for the um, forgiveness exercise, what we're going to do is I'd like for you to close your eyes mm -hmm. and we're going to get into meditative mode one, one more time. And what we're going to do is I'd like for you to imagine this source of healing energy coming from up above, from a coming from a loving source. Mm -hmm. And that source of energy can be any color you choose. It can be green, it can be pink, it can be white, it can be blue. And allow that source of energy to come to the top of your head, to bathe your head, your shoulders, the back of your body, all the way to your feet, coming back up to the front of your body and completely healing you.
Now allow a grounding energy to come from the center of the earth. This energy is coming from the center of the earth and it has a similar intention. Choose a different color for this grounding energy to come from the center of the earth to your feet, your legs, the front of your body, your chest, your face. Allow it to go around your body and to together with the energy coming from up above to completely heal you. And when I say completely heal you is whatever that means to you. It's either healing you physically, it's either healing you mentally, it's either healing you emotionally or spiritually. It's whatever it means to you. Excellent. Now I'd like for you to bring to your mind's eye the memory of someone that you feel you want to forgive. The forgiveness of which, if and when granted, will allow this session to be to go even easier, even smoother. Not only this session, but your entire life who which representation which memory who could you could you bring to your mind's eye that you'd like to forgive allow the picture to be black and white fuzzy and defocused allow the picture to be a little bit below you and in front of you below you and in front of you and allow the energies that you have been creating from up above and down below to completely come towards the center of your chest, your heart chakra, and start emanating towards that image, that picture, that mental representation of the person you're forgiving. And notice what happens to the picture. Notice the picture going from black and white to colored, to focused. Now I'd like for you to double the energy coming from up above and down below and shooting through your chest towards this picture, this mental representation, the memory you have of the person you're forgiving. You're healing the memory of the person. You're forgiving the memory of the person, the memory that you have on your unconscious mind. Excellent. Allow that picture now to start floating away towards the sun. That mental representation to float away towards the sun and allow it to disappear into the sun and become light. Excellent. 
Now we're going to take four deep breaths to come out of this exercise. Let's inhale the first breath together. One more. Excellent. Continue breathing normally and come back into the room when you're ready and open your eyes when you're ready. How's that? That one was a quite an interesting one. I think the visualization um, uh, uh, techniques are are really good. <laughs> um, again, giving the mind somewhere to go and directing the energy there. Um, I usually am not very good at those. But this was um, a surprisingly good one. Wow. Yeah. Cool. I quite awesome. liked that. <laughs> Wonderful. So for the sake of time, we're going to um, go into the main, main technique for releasing uh, negative emotions. What yeah. I'd like for you to do is I'd like for you to write down mm -hmm. um, one, two, or three significant emotional events uh, that you would like to, that you remember from this lifetime. So you may have heard or you may not that a lot of the negative emotions that one experiences in this lifetime may be passed down genealogically, so through mm -hmm. DNA. And... Um, so we do remember everyone has, you know, the, something that happened in the childhood or in the teen years where it actually caused them to have a significant emotional event. I'd like for you to write those down. Like, write one, How two, or three. How many was it? Sorry. Uh, it can be one, two, or three. Okay. It's up to you. The more, the better. Because what we're going to do... What we're going to do is um, we're going to, once we do the release work, we're going to check on those things. Okay, great. Thank you. Yeah, so anything that you can remember that the big ones that once we really we're not going to work on those we're not going to work on those we're going to work actually at the root cause we're going to right. work at the root cause which um your unconscious mind is going to tell us when that was and once we release things at the root cause it ca allows all subsequent events to release as well okay
Do you have a, a one or two or three? Yes. Well, I made uh, three three ideas. Um, I just quickly noted down a few words um, and then thought rather than explaining the memory on the paper, I can, you know, just uh, think of, of what those actually are. Um, should I should I share kind of what I popped up? Yeah, I feel like it, it's up to you. Um, if you feel mm -hmm. the more... Actually, okay, good question. So ask your unconscious mind. And what I mean by ask your unconscious mind is ask your heart or your intuition or your higher self, whatever label you, you choose, you know, should I share? And the reason I'm asking you to ask your unconscious mind is because in a moment I'm going to ask you to ask your unconscious mind other questions, such as what right. is the root cause of the event, the, f the first event, uh, the root cause of the problem, the first event which when disconnected will cause the problem to disappear. Was it before, during, or after your birth? Not, not asking mm -hmm. that yet. That's okay. going to be one of the questions. So go ahead and start practicing asking your um, unconscious mind, dear unconscious mind, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. should okay. I share or should I keep this? Because we're not going to work on those. Yeah. Those what is what you can remember. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Um, all right. <laughs> well, fine. I shall. Um, I can, I can share the ideas of it. I think it's fine. Okay. Um, it might help and let me get some more understanding of whether I've actually <laughs> thought about things in the way that you meant for me to. So I put down yeah. three um, separate kind of events, um, all things that have been, as far as I know, <laughs> within my lifetime. Um, I put down uh, like loss or death. And that was my first one, the first thing that came to mind. And here I was thinking more along the lines of being a uh, teen. And uh, when I was in school, we actually had um, a few friends whose parents passed away. So that was a really uh, big, had a really big impact on our class at that time and our, our friendship group. Um, and myself and also um, then my parents because we were all sort of like a, quite a good community and friends so that was the first thing that came to mind and, and is there um, is there like a, a one-time event uh, yes so I suppose yeah narrowing it down that's right making it more specific yeah um, so one that I would say we could go with would be uh i think i must have been about 14 years old um and it was uh spring maybe around sort of april-ish time something like that um when a particularly then close friend's uh mother uh, uh died sorry my work are now sending me messages I don't know how to mute them, so. Oh, it's <laughs> all good. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so then I would say 
so a very long time ago now <laughs> but um yes that's quite a, an event that stands out okay awesome so you're so yeah so when you look after we do the release uh technique mm -hmm. when you look uh at this at your notes make sure you go you check in that specific event and if you want to add another one there something specific so for instance one afternoon one morning one evening this happened and that's the memory you have okay so make sure you have something specific it's it's not going to change anything as far as the release is concerned mm -hmm. it, it's just to give you a conscious so the mini computer there again giving the yeah. mini computer uh, a taste of this is how you know it has released is based on this is before how you felt about it this is after okay yes yeah I'm just noting that down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, that certainly makes sense. And that's a good way to measure actually how, um, I suppose, successful the exercise has been for, for a person. Yeah exactly yes and um i can only imagine how many people you can help are you thinking of i think have you taken any nlp or hypnotherapy or mental emotional release uh trainings no we haven't yet but we are exploring sort of um different alternative ways for people to process their feelings rather than just the kind of uh standard conflict resolution and things like yeah. that we're trying to look a bit more broadly and holistically into ways that that we can help people well i have i'm, I'm gonna be a little uh, uh funny here but i have bad <laughs> news for you rebecca because <laughs> nlp and hypnotherapy people are not gonna it's not meant for people to process their feelings people don't get to process their feelings yeah it it it's either it either releases if it's a feeling that's not aligned with their values or it increases if it's a feeling that's aligned with their values mm. okay okay cool. well that's useful to know <laughs> yeah and the word processing you know it it's become very popular in the in the past couple mm -hmm. of decades mm -hmm. uh as, and and it's sometimes it's used in the same sentence as feelings mm. And I mean, feelings is what makes life life. <laughs> exactly. And for th alternative therapy, NLP and hypnotherapy does not go there. Yeah. It, it just either releases or reduces, or if it's a feeling that you want to integrate, it integrates. Mm -hmm. mm, right. Now that's very helpful actually to get a bit more understanding of uh i suppose the general principles of, of the nlp and, and hypnotherapy yeah <laughs> yeah 
Is that so, something you, I don't know anything about? <laughs> yeah, I yes. If if you like a school, highly recommend the school I went to. They yeah. teach uh, here in the US. Um, it's called NLP.com. Uh, and the teacher there, Dr. Matt James, uh, he's great because the way he starts his classes, it's usually with forgiveness exercises. Okay. Um, mm. Also from the Hawaiian lineage, he's from Hawaii. So he, he learned from the source about the forgiveness. Brilliant. Yeah. So it's really cool. All right. So shall we continue with the, the release of negative emotions? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ask your unconscious mind what is the what emotion uh as you remember at four, 14 years old that spring <laughs> that april what emotions are present I'm getting sort of a uh, loss. Loss. Uh, sadness um, and anxiety there. Mm -hmm. Loss, Lots sadness, anxiety. Un uncertainty as well. Uh, yeah. Loss, sadness, anxiety, uncertainty. Is loss greater than sadness, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Is loss greater than anxiety, yes or no? No. Okay. Is anxiety greater than sadness, yes or no? Yes. Is anxiety greater than uncertainty, yes or no? No. Okay. Is uncertainty greater than loss, sadness, and anxiety? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Is that what you, it's more, most appropriate for you to release today? Or is there something else that is greater than uncertainty that's most appropriate for you to release today? No, I think that's most appropriate. Okay. Uncertainty. Mm. Talk to me about uncertainty. Uh, share a couple, one event that you can remember where uncertainty um, played a role. What happened? You don't have to go into details, but just <laughs> for you to get connected to it a little bit. Sure. Um, I think, as, as we were just talking about it, funnily enough, um, kind of having an internal conversation. And there, I was just recognising that actually, I think for me, um, uncertainty kind of goes along almost sort of hand in hand with um, like anxiety and uh, feelings of uh, uh, worry. So very closely linked um and I think if I was to think about kind of coming back into now this current time um of, of life feelings sometimes I think 
I feel a bit uncertain, especially as we are wrapping up our work um, and kind of closing things down, um, transitioning people out of our service and also um, doing all of our learning and our evaluations. So some things are still a bit up in the air. It's that sort of feeling of things not quite being grounded and not being um, solid. You know, mm, not really yeah. knowing, being in two minds almost <laughs> or more. So, yes, very things being sort of, I suppose, quite bumpy. If we were to think about an image up yeah. and down, you know. Yeah, up and down, bumpy, mm. not solid, not grounded, mm. up in the air. Is uncertainty the greatest negative emotion to be released today yes or no yes okay wonderful <laughs> do you have you ever heard of uh, the concept of a timeline um, i believe i have actually for some but i can't remember where but yes we've i think we've done timelines in maybe a previous training or something i've done Oh, wonderful. So this one is going to be very similar. So I'd like for you to imagine a timeline that has all of the memories of your past. Mm -hmm. And if you look to the other side, it will have all the things you plan on doing in the future. Okay. And I'd like for you to point to the past. So go ahead and point to your past and tell me which direction are you pointing to? To the left. To the left. Okay. Um, now point to your the future and tell me where you're pointing to. That's the opposite way, the right. Okay. Excellent. So this is what we're going to use is this cons construct, this mental construct, construct that you just made mm -hmm. or that you just brought up to your mini computer, the conscious mind from the supercomputer, the unconscious mind. We're going to be doing most of the work there. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so in a moment, I'm going to ask you to float up above your timeline and travel to the future, travel to the past, above your timeline so you're safe and secure, looking down on certain events. Mm -hmm. But not yet. So... Are you ready to get started or continue? Yes. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. We're going to release uncertainty today. Is it all right with your unconscious mind for you to release uncertainty today and for you to be aware of it consciously? Mm -hmm. Yes. Excellent. What is the root cause of this problem? The first event which when disconnected will cause the problem to disappear. If you were to know, was it before, during, or after your birth? First thing comes to mind. After. After. If you were to know, what age were you? Hmm. I don't think I know. Yeah, perfect. So let's pause. We're going to mm -hmm. pause. We're going to play a little game. Um, tell me a number be between 0 and 10. 8. 10 and 20. 
15. 20 and 30. 26. 30 and 40. Um, 35. 40 and 400. <laughs> That's a great one. Uh, 73. 410,000. 576. Exactly. Where did, the, where did those numbers come from? <laughs> I suppose the uh, unconscious mind. Yes. So just like that, when I ask you that question uh, about the root cause, allow the unconscious mind to answer. Right. Uh, yes. Yes. What is, uh, so is it all right with your unconscious mind for you to be free of uncertainty today and for you to be aware of it consciously? Yes. What is the root cause of this uncertainty? The first event, which when disconnected, will cause the uncertainty to disappear. If you were to know, was it before, during, or after your birth? Mm -hmm. uh, after. After. What age were you? I would say eight. Eight. Excellent. I'd like to now close your eyes if you haven't already and float up above your timeline mm -hmm. and start floating into the past to age eight and down into the event, looking through your own eyes. And when you're there, notice the emotion that's present. You may turn around, look around. It may be clear to you, it may not. You may feel the emotions, you may not. Just notice the emotion that's present. <laughs> Excellent. Now float up above your timeline so the event is below you. And now look towards the past and start floating towards the past to a position well before the beginning of this event, the root cause. Start floating to a position well before the beginning of this event or any of the events that led to that event. Mm -hmm. When you find that position, I'd like for you to turn and look toward now so that the root cause is below you and in front of you. Ask your unconscious mind what it needs to learn from the event. The learning of which will allow you to let go of the emotions easily and effortlessly. What is there to learn from the event? Your unconscious mind can preserve the learnings so that if you need them in the future, they'll be there. The learnings may come now or they come later. Mm -hmm. If you need the learnings in the future, they'll be there. Just tell your unconscious mind to preserve the learnings. Now, I'd like for you to start floating higher and further back. Higher and further back with the root cause in front of you and below you as you're floating higher and further back until the uncertainty completely disappears. 
float higher and further back. Get up higher and float further back. High enough and far enough back until the motion disappears. What is there to learn from this event? If you learn this, won't it be better than having the old emotions? How can you get the same benefit that the emotions provided when you let them go? Hmm. Keep floating higher and further back. Not letting go of this emotion only hurts one person. It hurts you. Allow this emotion to release. Not letting go of this uncertainty is in direct conflict with the highest prime directive of the unconscious mind, which is to preserve the body. And this emotion, though getting results, does not preserve the body. It hurts the body. Wouldn't it be better to let go of the repressed emotion and get the same results in some other way? Keep floating higher and further back until the motion completely releases now. Keep floating higher and further back. Now, where's the emotion? Where did it go? Now. I like for you to now float into, into the event and check on the emotion. So float right down into the event and tell me, is the motion totally gone? Yeah. Good. Come back up on your timeline to the same position so that the root cause is in front of you and below you and start floating back to now. Come back to now above your timeline only as quickly as you can let go of all of the uncertainty on the events all the way back to now, like a domino effect. You just unplugged, you just disconnected the root cause, allow all subsequent events of uncertainty on all the events back to now to completely release as you flow back to now. Preserve the learnings. Tell your unconscious mind to keep the lessons so if you need them in the future they'll be there mm -hmm. so you're releasing all of the uncertainty on your timeline from the root cause all the way back to now as you float back to now mm -hmm. into the room and allow that to take place enjoy that for a few moments and when you're ready, tell uh, say, I am back. So you're floating back to now. 
allowing all of the subsequent events to complete the release, preserve the learnings. I'm back. Excellent. Do you smell popcorn? No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Me neither. I have to ask a silly question to break state. So that's my silly question. It's a nice Now, one. <laughs> it's a nice one, right? We all love popcorn. Yeah. Yes. Now, Rebecca, let's test. Can you remember any event in the past where you used to be able to feel that old emotion? I'd like for you to go back and notice if you can feel it or you may find that you cannot. If I can feel it now? Yes. Right. So remember, can you remember any event in the past where you used to be able to feel that old emotion of uncertainty? Go back yes. and notice if you can feel it or you may find that you cannot. Mm -hmm. uh, no, at the moment, no. Okay, good. Come back to now. Now I'm going to do a future pace. I want you to close your eyes and go out into the future to an unspecified time in the future, which if it had happened in the past, you would have felt inappropriate or unwarranted uncertainty. Mm -hmm. And notice if you can find that old emotion or you may find that you cannot. So you're floating up in your timeline to the future to an unspecified time in the future, which if it had happened in the past, you'd have felt inappropriate or unwarranted uncertainty. Notice if you can find that old emotion or you may find that you cannot. Notice what you're projecting into your timeline, into the future. Is the emotion there or has it disappeared? So you're floating above your timeline, looking to the future, going to an unspecified time in the future, which if it had happened in the past, I'm not saying it did, But if it did happen in the past, you would have felt inappropriate or unwarranted uncertainty. Mm. <clears throat> Notice if you can find that old emotion. Or you may find that you cannot find that old emotion. What's your experience? That I can find a emotion, but it doesn't feel the same. Okay, it doesn't feel the same. Yeah. It doesn't feel as, I suppose, intense. Mm. What would you say if you were to give it a grade or a number or a percentage? What was it before? What is it now? I'd say before that it felt quite intense and so more on the high end of, of the scale, 
say, between the sort of eight to ten. Now it feels a lot lower and sort of muted, um, more of a sort of uh, a sort of four to uh, uh, to three, that kind of, of feeling. Okay, wonderful. Good. So come back to now. Come back to now into the room. Mm-hmm. That yes. that was the live demonstration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a big one, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a good exercise. Yes. 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 It's I. I, from the little bit that you told me about you and what you've gone been through in the last year with uh, this the project, mm-hmm. I highly recommend you uh, you check this uh, in uh, getting um, learn how you can get certified because it's something that takes a few days. It doesn't take a lot of days, mm-hmm. um, and it's something that is calling to you. It's it's a great. It's a great, great training. It's something that you can use for life, whether you turn it into a business like I'm doing, or if you just want to um, apply it to whatever project you're working on. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I highly recommend you do that. Um, If you were to explain what happened today uh, to a, f- a friend, a colleague, or a family member, mm-hmm. what would you tell them? And I suppose I tell them that it was very. Uh, hmm. So the first thing that comes to mind is that there is sort of lots of uh, visualization and relaxation techniques involved. Um, and sort of a a bit of a blend of both. Um, And rather than the kind of standard visualization that we usually use um, in in our line of work anyway, we use for kind of, oh, so something's very stressful. You know, let's find a a safe space to go to and make make ourselves like our own little paradise that we can tap into wherever we are. This was a lot more about kind of being reflective although you are also using visualization so that sort of inner connection and and self-reflection I'd say that was the type of exercise it was is very much a bit of sort of a reflective practice as such but along that line yeah yeah, very reflective. Yes, mm. yes, you you nailed it. It's um, tra- it's something. It's cool that you mentioned the visualization and you know the paradise and all. It's it's great. And this is a little bit different. And both are good. So both re- uh, mm-hmm. visualizations are good. Uh, and this is just a little bit different because it places the person's consciousness at an angle in their timeline timeline where they had never been before yes and that's very once, true. once they are placed in at a different angle on their timeline it uh it scrambles the old story mm-hmm. that that thing that happened to me when i was 14 or when i was five or when i was in the womb 
mm-hmm. um, that you know I'm not enough, or I am uncertain, or I'm not loved. Mm-hmm. It, it 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 disconnects something in a very subtle way. So I'm very happy yes. for my teacher's father who accidentally stumbled upon this technique um, <laughs> out of desperation because he was having a patient or a client and mm-hmm. she went into uh, a, a, I believe it was a traumatic experience where she felt, felt it vividly happening as if it was happening again. And yeah. I don't know how, I don't know where he came from, but he just told her to float higher and further back. Um, mm-hmm. and Getting away, putting that distance between yes, her. And, before, yes, before. Exactly. So mm. that, that has started new school of, you know, mm-hmm. which is called the mental emotional release, mm-hmm. which, you know, people like you, people like me can offer to, you know, the, the community, whether they can yeah. afford it or not um to to help them release those connections that are not serving them the neural mm-hmm. connections that are not serving them and then with coaching so this what we just did is the easy part i i yeah. uh, which is the release work the part that mm-hmm. takes a little bit of work is what comes next because after you release what you needed to release is now you get to act, you get to take action. And that then takes mentoring or coaching. And that Mm -hmm. takes weeks, months, years. And it's something that just gets better and better. But that, (laughs) what we just did is the easy part. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Creating the life. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, uh, Fernando, usually when you are working with, um, with, with a client, um, through whichever emotion it is they are releasing is there a sort of set amount of time that this intervention runs for or is it as long as the client needs how do you sort of how does it work um it's 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 both so it's a dance it's something i ask my unconscious mind it's something that i ask their unconscious mind to you know so it's it's i check in quite often yeah Um, yeah yeah. So usually I set, uh, so mostly most of the sessions are two hours. If it's a one-on-one, it's two to four okay. hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the person has two hours, we'll work with two hours. If a person has four hours, work with four hours. Um, I've done so many of these that I realized that it's, it's custom. It's very custom. Yeah. yeah. So it's very much. I suppose, a person-led type of intervention, it, it goes for as long as, as that person needs it to, as long as they are yeah. able for it to. Yeah, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And when I'm doing groups, which this class is meant for, um, mm-hmm. then I try to you know get within an hour, two hours. So imagine if there were like two or three or four people here, I would have been less detail-oriented today. Yeah. So that I would have gotten the word from you would have been uncertainty. Okay, let's release that. From another person would put it probably be in fear. From another mm-hmm. probably in guilt or mm-hmm. sadness. And we would do that all together. But you're doing your own exercise in your own head. And, someone yes. else, and they're doing their own exercise in their own heads. Mm-hmm. And so 
I've tried enough of the groups and the one of the one-on-ones that whatever the unconscious mind is ready to release today, it's going to get released. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, and yeah. it's, it, and it's great. <laughs> yes. It's a very positive intervention actually. Um, and a really nice way of being able to let go of things um, and just become a bit more at peace. Um, which is something that uh, uh, can be, you know, so such a big improvement to people's lives and yeah. for their general well-being. You know. Yeah, yeah. Peace is is a big one. I've, mm. What I've realized a lot of people they feel afterwards is peace, calm, mm. and then the next session after that is the is the planning session. Mm-hmm. So it's the goal setting plus the system setting. Right. Um, yes. We, we, we spend very little time in the goal setting. So we do meditation again, get back into the parasympathetic nervous system. Mm-hmm. Then we open our eyes and we get to work on the goals and we write all the goals that the unconscious mind is giving us. Mm-hmm. Then we, and then we close that chapter. Otherwise we'll be writing for hours. Then we go into <laughs> system settings meaning what is the daily system what do you do on a daily basis so that your goals are inevitable meaning achieving Mm -hmm. your goals is inevitable so what do you do at 7 a.m 8 a.m 9 Mm -hmm. a.m even the the parts of your day that you're going to do nothing so we put everything on uh on a calendar so that a person lives a purposeful filled life where because time does not come back, we treat time mm-hmm. as the most valuable resource we have. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Mm. No, it's so, so interesting. Yeah. It's really cool. And that's, and I call that the game of life once because <laughs> after about four sessions of release work, a person doesn't yeah. get, doesn't have anything else to release. Yeah. It gets to a point where all the baggage is gone because we're releasing at the root cause. No mm-hmm. processing. Mm-hmm. It gets to a point where there's no more, uh, nothing else to release. Wow. So it's then time to create. Yes. It's time to create. And then that's where the coaching comes in and mm-hmm. a little bit of handholding and giving people the, the not authorization but the validation that they don't need but some people some conscious mind you know like the validation of it's okay for you to be your powerful self yeah like it's it's okay and then that's when we start modeling success so you choose your role models and Mm -hmm. then you because all baggage has been gone it has been released you can now just model your role models, whatever you want to model from them and then get similar results, just like how they're getting. Yes. Wow. That, no, that's really great. Yeah. So I have a list of classes on bluecelion.com. The website okay. is bluecelion.com. Mm-hmm. And then... bluecelion.com. Okay. Yeah. And then... I'm going to check in with uh, Eventbrite, see what, uh, uh, how to make things easier there. Because I've been getting some signups, but people are not showing up. So I wonder mm. if there's a It mis- could be the problem I had. Okay. Maybe. 
Yeah. Okay, good, good. And then for people that want to go deeper, I do mm -hmm. offer one one on one sessions, and the pricing is there on the website okay, on as the well. Okay, on the Blue Sea Lion. Yeah, yeah. yeah also, okay. I'm looking for uh, people that want to join the team, so people that can help with sales, marketing, uh, run the Zoom rooms uh, mm -hmm. as well. Because sometimes, um, I mean, I can do it, but where this is going, I won't be able to do it everything by myself very soon because i'm getting better and better with the links <laughs> zoom <laughs> links and eventbrite so once the word gets out i'm gonna need help so if you know anyone that wants to be part of a growing team uh whether it's volunteering or on a paid uh commission basis mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. um we're looking for amazing people to join the team as well Oh, perfect. Great. Well, I'll definitely be sharing um, some feedback on, on the session and encouraging other colleagues to, to join in if they can. I know you had another one coming up, I think, on the 7th. Was that yeah. right? Another, mm -hmm. So yes. maybe to see if anybody can join um, on the 7th of December, but certainly to get people to have a look out and um, check you out for any future sessions that may be available or even just to browse the website and see if if they can they can join in or take part yeah wonderful <laughs> brilliant thank you so much fernando and You're very um, welcome. enjoy the rest of your day yeah you too is it evening there or yeah, afternoon it's evening it's very very horrible and cold so i'm quite jealous <laughs> of you um it was minus two. <laughs> oh wow um, yeah so it's snowing in some parts of the country now um here it's not snowing not in london yeah it's just slightly warmer probably I think about one degree at the moment <laughs> no snow just miserable and cold <laughs> uh, that's just that's what makes London London <laughs> yes misery gray yeah, skies <laughs> whenever I think of movies shot in London you know that, that's that's the, you know the vibe you get yeah it's, you know the Sherlock <laughs> Holmes and <laughs> exactly smoky skies and things <laughs> yeah it's very mysterious <laughs> it's not quite as romantic in real life um <laughs> or as picturesque but yes thank you for thinking good things about us in london <laughs> yeah you're very welcome you're very welcome rebecca <laughs> speaking of romantic one of the classes that i'm going to start very soon will be regarding romance and dating oh uh, wow yeah and then a different one will be on healing past uh uh, uh relationships or mm -hmm. past breakups Mm -hmm. uh, so that one heals the past breakups or divorces and yes you know baggage Make is gone be open for new yeah. new loves new things new connections yes very yes. important as well even if they live in london <laughs> even <laughs> if they live in london <laughs> yeah london must be beautiful i want to go there everyone i've met from london it's been amazing it's and it's usually at amazing parties and oh, wow. the, the funnest people is usually you know they're usually british so and from london <laughs> oh, that's great that's yeah. good to hear <laughs> yeah i've had amazing amazing experiences <laughs> cool all right rebecca enjoy your evening and hope to speak with you soon and um you know yeah enjoy your evening thank you thanks you too and take care all right, all right take care bye-bye <laughs> goodbye bye